So we're coming off the high of episode 50 with another stop and chat. That's right. Stop and chat. Stop and chat. Hope everybody enjoyed. I'm here. What? What? Huh? What are you looking at? You held up some papers. You got some notes? I did. I have notes. Oh, nice. I actually wrote down some notes. Uh, But this is Eric, and I'm here with... Uh, I guess I'll be... I guess you can call me Brent. Call, Call him Brent. Yeah. You should have some uh, note cards like David Letterman, you know? Or uh, James Lipton. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, the giant stack of note cards. Yeah, the, the big stack that Will Ferrell Inside the actor studio. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Ferrell did him, the note cards were like four and a half foot high or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, like a thousand. But uh, yeah, we're just uh, we're going to do a little stop and chat after our big episode 50. Hope you all enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. doing it. Yeah, it was it was a big one. It took me a long time to edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on in that one. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. I thought no, it turned out well. I, yeah, I really liked it. It sounded good. It was fun to do, and it. I mean, I was super, uh, I guess, anxious or excited to hear what it sounded like after you were done with it. And it, man, it sounded awesome. Yeah, I had so. fun. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot here. Unbelievably hot. That's summer. I mean, Louisiana summer. Death. It's not officially summer, but here around here, Memorial Day is summer. Like that's the yeah. start of summer. My sister is in town, Ashlyn, and um, I uh, called my mom this morning. She was sitting outside with Ashlyn drinking coffee. Oh. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> this is hot and humid." Uh, yeah, you're already sweating when you walk. Your your glasses are kind of fogged up. Mm. You're like, oh. it's sticky. The sticky. It's a little sticky. And you have hot coffee. It's just steaming into your face. <sighs> no, man. No, I'm, I'm what have lying. you been up to? Man, I, uh, gosh, I've been, been actually doing a lot. We've seen our new niece, Isla. Oh, yeah. You got to actually go see her. You got to see her in Houston. Yeah, you little, uh, spread, spread, my, little, spread a little Rona. Little split, spreading that Rona around. <laughs> and then um, we, <clears throat> they went to my grandmother's house and cross it. And we, we got to see him up there, too. So uh, she's well, getting big. Did, did she live up to the hype? Nah, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right. No, she's pretty, uh, she's pretty awesome. She's yeah, I saw some pictures. Very, uh, very cute. Yeah, very, very cute little baby. She already got an attitude like her mom, my sister. Does and she do the curly walk on the floor yet? She's trying. I know she's yeah. trying. Yeah. Elizabeth well, she takes after her mom. Up. I mean. I think she's going to do it. Yeah. But uh, but no, we went and visited her and uh, my grand my grandmother and uh, my parents were there too. Marky was there, and uh, Eric was there yep. too. It was awesome. Eric and Eric. Eric mm. and Eric. Yeah. What's crazy is once Isla can talk, if I'm there, and she says Uncle Eric, we're both going to turn. You're going to have to have a nickname. Yeah, I'm going to have to have some kind of. Can I come up with the nickname? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's. I don't. I don't have one off the of my head. I mean, I'm going to think about this. We'll let the listeners pick it too. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> What's my uncle nickname? It's got. But let's yeah. let's, let's keep it PG because this is a kid. This is a real kid. I think it should be Curly because you know you're lacking hair, kind of yeah. like Curly was, but his name was Curly. His name was Curly. Yeah. He didn't, yeah. He didn't have much hair. Yeah. If any. But okay, <laughs> Uncle Curly. Anything else? What else you been doing? Um. Not much else. I mean, um, I'm on like a 15 day stretch where I'm not working, and uh, 15 days. Yeah, I'm like I'm off five days, and then I'm quote on call 
for five days and then off five more days, it's like, you know, I just can't go anywhere right now. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, doing that, doing a lot of work oh. in the yard. Ugh. Who really wants to go anywhere right now? So you know. Well, yeah, I don't. But I'm at home, so of course I've got projects. I had to haul. <laughs> Okay. You have a new house. You should have no projects. Man, Isn't that what happens when you get a new house? There's never any projects. Listen, tell That's what I was told. Please. Please okay. tell us yeah. she's, I'll tell we're, her. We're doing a lot in the backyard, and I had to, in total, it was 24 bags of mulch. God almighty. 24 40-pound bags of mulch. You can get them to bring that in, you know. Uh, I didn't oh, know. wait, you don't have to. You have a truck now. You're being all, yeah, I have a you're truck. Being all cocky about it. You're like, yeah, I can haul it. I can haul it. <laughs> Dude, I, ba- I I got tired of bringing it from the front to the backyard, so I I almost destroyed my air conditioning unit back in my truck into the like toward the fence because it was such a tight squeeze. <laughs> don't do I that, did it, please. Though. You have a good backup camera, though, right? Oh, yeah. It's a great one. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We're good. Yeah. Um. Mm. I almost tore up my neighbor's uh, flower bed, but they don't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, they do now because everyone listens to the Friday Five podcast. Us. But that's pretty much uh, been it. We've been um, haven't really been anywhere else. We're, we're we're thinking about going canoeing in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Which <laughs> so you get you get a, either a kayak or a canoe, and it's a little river, and they have rapids. It's like kind of a dude. I, that's gonna be great. I'm gonna I film swear. It. What is up with y'all? You want you want to go to Disney during the coronavirus? <laughs> you want to get on rapids? <laughs> no, we canceled it. Well, of course we couldn't go to the parks. Oh, that was the other thing. I canceled our our Disney trip for June 30th through July 4th. <laughs> but I had to kind of wheel and deal with them because they were like, "Well, the resorts are going to be open June 22nd." I'm like, "Yeah, but the parks aren't." Yeah. Well, you know, you could uh, have a trip at the resort and have a resort stay. I'm like, with the pool closed? I don't think so. Like, I, a resort? What does a resort stay even mean? They were saying I should just stay at the resort. At the well, I mean, it is the Wilderness Lodge, which is a wonderful resort. I'm not gonna lie. What are you gonna but do? Walk around the gift shop 75 times? If they're letting me in, 25. They might not even capacity. let you. Yeah. Why not? Probably uh, have to wear a mask too. I bet it's depressing as heck. Nah. Universal Studios opened uh, yesterday or the day before, and there's already been two cases I've read about of people passing out. Ah, that's going to happen. Because of stupid masks. Stupid masks. But see, I had a friend, so um, a buddy of mine at work, his wife and, they're all from Orlando area. So his wife and son, they went to visit family, and he's going to join them in a few days. And they went to Legoland. And no (laughs) masks. No masks needed. So I, was like, I think oh. the yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I don't. If you're outside, why do you need a mask anyway? I yeah. mean, you're outside in, in that heat. It, the disease doesn't live out there. <laughs> it just can't. Yeah, you're walking around in a furnace, basically. Yeah, pretty much. In uh, anyway, so um, what a what a start to this show. Diseases and diseases and all kinds babies. of babies, all kinds of stuff going on. <sighs> Murder hornets. <laughs> Murder hornets. Thank God I hadn't seen one of those yet. So um, what we're going to do is, you know, so we, we talked about our weekends and stuff and uh, on the last, ep- on the big episode, and a lot of it, both of us had a lot to say about renting movies and video games uh, yeah. from, from Block- Blockbuster. So Blockbuster cool was, to- on both of our lists, was a pretty big uh, topic as far as, you know, detailing yeah. our weekend and everything like that. 
yeah, so I thought it'd be fun to just like revisit some of the movies and games that we we rented back in the day that we remember that were a lot of fun or remember some, for different reasons. Some yeah. games that stood out. Yeah. yeah, stuff that stood out to us. Um, and I did five. I mean, you, you could do any number. It doesn't really matter. But um, So I figure we'll just do... Uh, I mean, I did five each, but you could do any number. It doesn't really... It's not really any... Yeah, I, I did five each also. Okay. Um, but we're going to talk about movie rentals and game rentals, right? Yep. Movies and games that we rented uh, that stood out to us. So you, okay. I won't, I'll let you go first uh, with movies or games, whichever one you want to start with. Let's do movies first. Okay. Let's move on to games. Um, I'm going to start off with Jurassic Park. I remember renting that when it came out, like the day it came out, man. Yes. Day it was released because I didn't see it in theaters, which mm. I still don't understand that. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the, I exactly missed the greatest, one of the greatest summer blockbusters ever made. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, it was, an, it was another case of you go to Blockbuster and, like, literally almost the entire store is covered in <laughs> Jurassic Park VHS tapes. Yes. And I remember they had a big cardboard standee, like, right as you walk in the double doors. Because you remember at Block- Blockbuster always had double doors. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they all did. Did they all have double doors? Um, like, I, I, I mean, double- by, by double doors, I mean you go through one door, then there's, like, a space, then you go through another door. It was usually... When you go in, you go in on the right, and they had, like, you go in and they had their big desk in the middle, and then on the other side of that desk was the exit door. That's how I remember it being laid out. Yeah, I remember you you went through a door, and there was, like, this open space, and then there was another door. Yeah, I think it was just, like, for security. I mean, protection. I I don't know. But, yeah, I remember that really vividly and watching it, and um, it was one of those movies that I literally watched, like, five times over the weekend. I, I just I just watched it constantly. I was blown away yeah. by that movie. I mean, it just had those summer vibes to it, and mm-hmm. it it was just epic. And it's so crazy. I mean, Jurassic Park still holds up as far as the visual effects. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's what's so incredible about it is, yeah. You look, you watch it today on Blu-ray or whatever, it's still just jaw dropping. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't yeah. hold up. It really, it, it, you would think, you know, yeah, you would look at, well, you look at other movies from the early 90s that had a lot of special effects and stuff, and they don't hold up. They don't, uh-uh. uh, you know, have that long-lasting quality to them, but this just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was 1993, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's nothing about that that should have held up. But, yeah, I remember reading Blockbuster. That was just, like, the movie to get. It was hard to get. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I managed to score it, so... Nice. What's your first one? Uh, I and I mentioned it in the in the uh, episode fifty, but Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was uh, <laughs> yeah. was one that I was I was obsessed with that movie. I loved it so much, um, and I think I rented it way more times than it would have cost to buy the movie. Uh, I think we <laughs> we may have ended up buying that. I know we ended up buying Jurassic Park, but I I, I don't know if we yeah. bought Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But I just I love that movie so much and. I watched it uh, recently, and you know to get the kids to watch it. Yeah. And um, but I was getting super tired. I guess I had worked a mid or something. I was getting really tired watching it, and I was I was sitting there going, "Wow, these effects are pretty good," you know. Um, but I I went. I was like, you know what? I got to go to bed, and I let Luke w- watch the end of it. Yeah. And it was the it was the part where Auntie. That part breaks your heart. It man. breaks your heart, man. And I was. I was drifting to sleep and I just, I hear Luke going, no, 
no, Auntie, no, no, like stupid scorpion, man. And yeah, yeah. Well, Auntie like sacrifices himself for for the kids, man. The the movie. I don't remember renting it. See, I remember buying it because it came in the big clamshell. Uh huh. Um, the Disney version. I I think it did Mm -hmm. at one time. It did. Anyways. The cool thing about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is that there were so many practical effects, too. Yes. I mean, it, it's a movie that if it was made today, it would just be packed with, you know, visual effects. Right. Uh, CGI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, all of it was practical. I mean, not all of it, but, you know, like the ant was stop motion yeah. um, and then some close up shots. It was actually a prop. It was a animatronic mm-hmm. and um. Man, the giant oatmeal cream pie was always my favorite part. I love that part. Yes. <laughs> always dreamed of that. I always got so hungry <laughs> watching that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, oh, I, lo- I always love that part. Me and my friends all would just, oh, I wish we could do that. <laughs> um, I always thought the beat, the the flying beast uh, scenes were really yeah. cool. Um, and I remember the sound effect, I mean, everything, again, that was one that was, probably doesn't hold up as well as Jurassic Park, special effects wise, but. It it held up pretty well. I was I still enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. Uh, well, they had a uh, they had a part at MGM Studios back in the day. Yep. Um, I think it was the what was it? Was it the back? It was the back not backlot tour, but it was. Around I don't remember there. what it was. Yeah, I don't recall exactly because where it was, was a but playground. you could. It was a interactive. Yeah, they had that, but they also had another thing where you could actually get on the back of the bee. Oh, and it was in front of like a green screen or blue screen and it would look like you're flying on the bee. Oh, I guess I never did that. And before. I was always so freaked out to do it because <laughs> I hated bees. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they also had the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, play area. Uh-huh. Where it I guess like that you was were... probably out front of, uh, in front of the attraction. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's one that I, I remember renting several times. And then even... Like, if I had a sleepover or something with a friend, and they're like, hey, what movie should we rent? I'm like, honey, I tried again. You know, every time. <laughs> you say what? Honey, I tried again. Oh. <laughs> Were you drinking? Like, Ew. <laughs> Smoking a pack of cigarettes. At yeah. 11. That's but, awesome. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was uh, so that's, that was my number one there. Um, next one I'm going to mention is The Goonies. Um, oh. renting it from Blobbuster. Yes. I, I remember renting it from Blobbuster at Josh Self's house. I've mentioned my friend Josh Self quite a bit. I don't really keep in touch with him anymore, but when I was a kid, he had the coolest house. Like, yeah. he had... I'm not joking. He had a room that was straight out of, like, a 90s movie with a kid. Oh, really? It was packed with every game you could think of and old Nintendo Power magazines and oh. a Sega, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and... It was just the coolest room. I mean, Ninja Turtles and, you know, but I remember renting that and watching that with him in his room and it was just so cool. I don't know. It was like a late Saturday evening or something. And right. his mom, I think, made us like chicken patty sandwiches and oh, we just dude, sat in there and, <laughs> and watched the Goonies and I had never seen it. I mean, this was probably 93 or something, maybe 94 yeah. ish. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I still remember watching that movie and just the that awesome '80s sense of adventure, you know, just vibe to it. It's just so much fun. Well, also, I mean, one of the things you talk, just in your story that's really cool is the fact that you got to watch it 
in your friend's room and not have to watch it like in the living room or something. Yeah. That was a big deal back then. Like a lot of people don't understand. Not many kids had TVs in the room. I had a TV, but it was super old and I did not have a VCR with it. I just had my games hooked up to, to this little TV. Remember the TVs that had the VCR built in? Yeah. I remember those. Yeah. (laughs) We actually had one of those that we could bring into the uh, minivan and we could watch. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. They plugged into the lighter and uh, it was <laughs> so awesome. great. Was yeah, great. that's so, awesome. That's a oh man, freaking Goonies. Love the Goonies. What a classic. What's your next? Uh, my next was Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, same reasons you stated. Um, it was just one of those things where I rented it so many times. My parents were just like, "We're just going to freaking buy the movie." You know. <laughs> yeah, um, I eventually bought it uh, used at Blockbuster. They uh, had that used section. Yeah, I remember that like near the front. Yeah, like mm-hmm. front right, I think it was like the little used section. Yeah, you could buy yeah their older uh, movies, but um, yeah, and I mean just you know we mentioned the special effects, and then I love the music to it. That was when I, I guess I was twelve, thirteen, fourteen when it. Well, I was twelve when it came out, but probably thirteen or fourteen when I'm renting it, and I was starting to appreciate music in movies. Like I was, I, I really liked soundtracks, like. I had the uh, Back to the Future soundtrack, which I loved. Yeah. I had the, okay, this is a little embarrassing. I had a cassette of the Cocktail. The Bodyguard. No, oh, the wait, Cocktail no, soundtrack with with uh, Tom Cruise. What's on the Cocktail soundtrack? It had the Beach Boys. It had. Kokomo? Yeah. Oh, did it really? Yeah, it did. did Freaking Kokomo. That's the only reason that anyone from the late 80s or 90s know who the Beach Boys are. Knows who the Beach Boys is, exactly. (laughs) And that's how I knew who they were. Um, It had several other songs. I can't can't even remember. I think it had a um, Miami Sound Machine song on it. Um, It was was good, man. So, um, all right, what's your next one? Um, My next one is, and like I said, I just picked out some that came to mind. I mean, I kind of tried to vary mine a little bit. Um, Ninja Scroll, which is a anime movie. I never, never <laughs> even heard of that. Japanese animation, Eric, is very popular. <laughs> I've heard of that. I've heard of now, that. Now, the reason I mention that is there was a time, like in the late late nineties, where like at least for me, anime had this huge boom in America. It did. Like you could you could rent this stuff now, and um. The movie to rent, the one to start off with, typically was Ninja Scrolls, a very violent <laughs> anime film <laughs> that my friend Vincent and I were kind of obsessed with watching. Okay. Um, but I remember renting that, and uh, Escaflone was one. Wow. I remember that. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Two, the movie, okay, uh, okay. the um, the anime, that anime of that. Uh-huh. But I just remember me and my friend Vincent just getting like going hardcore into like these anime movies. And just being fascinated by them because, I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, they they can do this in a cartoon, you know? It's Because, <laughs> I mean, it was very adult-oriented stuff. And yeah. um, Akira and all that kind of stuff I was always a big fan of. Ghost in the Shell and mm-hmm. um, Cowboy Bebop. I really, really like that series. Still, I'm not I'm not an anime guy by any stretch of the imagination. I, I enjoy, like, there's probably five or six I can say I really like. Yeah. I mean, and they're like the stereotypical ones that okay. everyone is kind of seen. Well, I do but, remember um, when Comedy Central, I think it was not Comedy Central, um, Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi, and then Cartoon Network also for a while. 
played. Cartoon the, Network showed Cowboy Bebop a lot. Cowboy Bebop, uh, Dragon Ball Z was a, that yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Uh, of course, Pokemon. Robotech. Yeah. Um, so, I remember that 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 surge Voltron. in the late '90s of, yeah. of anime stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it was cool. Like it was, it was kind of. I'm not going to use the word risque because it wasn't. It was just it was it was R rated. I mean, you know, it was very violent. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, let's go with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we would come back to the house like to Vincent's with like a stack of them, you know, and just watch these films, and we're just blown away by it. I mean, just mm. the the art and just there's some really great ones out there. There's some really weird ones out there. Um, but yeah, I just have a good memory of that with my friend Vincent. Yeah. It was kind of our intro to it. And I just remember going to the video store and just, I don't know, just seeing the box art up on the shelf was just so unique looking because it was so mm-hmm. different. And I have such a vivid, I mean, I can, I'm, I'm remembering it right now, walking into, to his video rental place in Missouri and it wasn't blockbuster. Mm, yeah. And literally, like, max, like, they had a max amount that you could rent. Like, you could only rent, like, ten things total. And us just coming out there with ten, you know, games and movies and just having a stack of stuff. But that was so much fun. I miss that. Was he, he like, a little town or? Joplin. Oh, Joplin. That's not a, that's a pretty good sized town. I know a lot of, like, smaller towns back in the day, if they didn't have a blockbuster, they had a video store. Of yeah, some sort. Um, yeah. This was this was a local video store, and it yeah. was she was huge. But um, yeah, I'm just thinking about it right now, and just kind of have a smile on my face because it was so. It was such a classic video rental place. Yeah, yeah. Because it was it was kind of a it, it wasn't a hole in the wall, but it was not quite as kept up like Blockbuster. For sure. Yeah. But it kind of made it more fun. I don't know. Well, I remember uh, when Rebecca and I first started dating. She lived in Wascombe. Yeah, they had a place called Pizza and More. It was a pizza place, but it was a video rentals place too. So you walk in to go get your pizza. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, you walk, and then I don't think it's there anymore. Let's talk about this. <laughs> um, well, so we would get calzones from there because they had amazing calzones. They were like the best, and they were huge too. Calzone, calzone, and you go in there, and they had movies to rent like and they had a lot of new releases and and stuff and they were just on those racks it was like those wire racks you know like it wasn't so a nice display or anything it was like primarily a pizza place that had like a small section to rent movies yeah but it was a pretty big section i mean it was a they had a real pretty nice um variety of movies like that that's a great idea they had well they had like sections they had comedy they had drama they had action adventure they had all that you know did they have Ninja Scroll? No. I looked for it. <laughs> Rebecca would have been like, what the? They got Ninja Scroll. They got them Ninja Scrolls? No. Not in Washington, Texas. But um, that's, that, that's really cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like that idea even right now. Yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> but um, Do you have $50,000 you'd like to contribute towards us? Does anyone have any money that they would like to? I'm asking you. Oh, me? <laughs> no, man. I'll put in two thousand dollars. I'm poor. I got <laughs> well three hundred. No, I think it's your turn next. Yeah, um, I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. This is when I'm a little older, and I've ha- I have my own blockbuster account. Oh, over so, eighteen. Yeah, and so I liked 
the Kings of Comedy VHS. <laughs> what? With Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer? Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Bernie Mac, and Steve Harvey. <laughs> Those were so dirty, though, weren't they? They were probably some of the bluest comedy you're ever going to hear. Especially Bernie Mac. Good lord. Uh, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but How did he die? Did he die of a heart attack? No, he had like... I think he had sickle cell or something, oh. and then he died of pneumonia or something like that. Jeez, yeah, I yeah. remember that. That was sad. Yeah, it was, I mean, he was, and he was married for like thirty years and had like adult kids and stuff. And Bernie Mac show was on. Bernie Mac show was a. It's he's a funny guy. Like he was in the Oceans movies. Oh yeah, that's right. He was, you know, it was super funny in those. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Kings of Comedy. Kings of Comedy. I rented that thing. <laughs> I'm going to say half dozen times, probably six times. You're in it stand up six times. Yes. I was wow. so obsessed. Were you with trying to film. memorize it? No, I just loved <laughs> it so much. And I could never watch it in one sitting because like, you know, like my little brother and sister would come in the room or whatever. Yeah. Of course you can't watch it with them in there. No. You know, so no Kings of comedy, maybe not six, maybe four times, but you know, yeah, it, I've read it several times. And still to this day, I'll look up on YouTube. I'll, I'll think of a, a bit like that Cedric the Entertainer did. I'm like, man, I'll look up that bit, and it was. It still makes me laugh even to this. Yeah, day. yeah. So, um, so yeah. You know who I like back in the day? Who's comedian? Sinbad. Sinbad, dude. Heck yeah. <laughs> I loved his stand-up stuff, man. His stand-up was awesome. His, uh, when he was talking about growing up in the '70s and stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Or his his mom telling him to go mow the grass, and he's like. Your dad wants you to go mow the grass and him saying, well, dad's not here, is he? <laughs> and how his mom grew like 20 feet and like, started talking. Yeah, she started talking like the devil. And just, He's like, oh, it was just, God. It was, it's, <laughs> dude, it's so funny, He man. is funny, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I remember I'm not sure what happened his, to <laughs> I, I remember watching his, that stand-up on our church bus going on a uh, a uh, mission trip. Yeah, he was he was a clean he comedian. Was clean, he was so. clean as could be, and so they, were, yeah. they put that in there. And I remember that. That's funny. So good. Yep. What's your next one there? Uh, next one I want to talk about is it was on my birthday. We had a sleepover at my house. Okay. Uh, Josh, I think it was Vincent. It wasn't Josh self that came over, but um, we rented Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, wow. And because my birthday is October 29th, right yeah. by Halloween, you know, so it was perfect. And we just kind of chilled out on the living room floor, popped it in. We had pizza. We had popcorn. Ooh. It was just this stereotypical awesome 90s movie night you know like sleepover yeah yeah and i had never seen it before i i mean i was familiar with abbott and costello but i'd never seen that one but yeah i just have a really uh strong memory of that and just how much fun that was um i just thought of another halloween story but it wouldn't fit in this topic but um (laughs) yeah that's fun this next pick i thought it was kind that's of a awesome. fun one i'm just thinking about that yeah like you said that's a perfect sleepover like fall, oh yeah like a late fall evening yeah a little crisp outside because like you can you can picture like an 80s movie like they always usually had like old films like a character was watching in the movie yeah. you know like they would have something happening and they'd be up watching an old movie and that's kind of what it felt like and um yeah just a lot of fun i yeah. i really have fun memories of that that's cool um, well, my next one that really stands out to me and uh, was uh, the Nutty Professor. 
uh, with which the one? Eddie Murphy one, the first. One. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I I didn't get to see it in the theater, and you know, all my friends were like, "You got to watch this movie," and um, <laughs> it's. I don't think people realize that was huge when that came out, man. It was well, Eddie Murphy was kind of. I mean, he was still relevant then. Yeah. But he was, he'd seen like a real upswing in his career. Then he kind of had a little dip. Then he was, I mean, he skyrocketed at this point. Um, but he did all the, just about all the characters. Yeah. Which, and that's what they were telling me. Like, he did like just about everybody's character in there. Like all his family. Yeah, know. the whole family. Yeah. And um, so I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And I'll never forget, I, there's a few times in my life where I've doubled over laughing. <laughs> I can and guess probably. You can you could probably guess the scene that the dinner scene. The, it was the dinner scene, and it was between um, his dad and his grandmother, just <laughs> arguing back and forth, and how she was like, "You're gonna walk over, but you're limping back." <laughs> <laughs> he was just making fun of her, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "I'll toss this knife." <laughs> it was just. Oh God! I I still think like I still tear up like laughing if I watch that scene. It's so funny. Yeah, but, uh, and I mean the whole movie is really really funny. Um, and uh, like <laughs> I, the other part I, rem- I just remembered, he I guess he lived upstairs. Um, uh huh. And he was up. He I guess he had just gotten a date with the the pretty girl Miss Purdy, uh-huh. and um, he started singing like some some song and like he was like getting real loud and somebody below him was like shut up up there you know it was like you hear muffled neighbors yeah. like shut up clump yeah. idiot you know <laughs> i love it so yeah, i didn't know if I you're mean, talking about the uh the jerry lewis one or not i like that one too i think i i've only seen that one one time and i i saw it after i saw the eddie the eddie murphy one well they're so, very different they're very different <laughs> yes yeah like there's they're nothing i mean yeah they're 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 very very different but um i like the jerry lewis one too but i i don't know i kept i kept watching the eddie murphy one just yeah oh that was definitely funnier for sure yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah man i saw they wanted to branch off like in a jerry lewis conversation (laughs) (laughs) i i I love that i kind of love that uh point in his in his career, where you did like the Bellboy, the Patsy, and yes, um, you know, Nutty Professor, all those kind of side movies. After he split with Dean Martin, I always liked those a lot. Yeah, because they were so different. Were I'm, a, I'm a huge, huge uh, Jerry Lewis fan. Really? I mean, yeah, oh yeah, I, I've I, never I known that. dude, love the Jerry Lewis Dean Martin stuff. Yeah, um, um, nice. I was trying to think of one. Oh, <laughs> uh, the the Stooge, you're never too young. Mm-hmm. That one's really great. And um, the one where they joined the Navy, I don't remember what that one is. But, oh yeah. yeah um. Yeah. Anyways, my last pick is kind of a newer, well, not really new, but newer than the other ones. Uh, Lost in Translation. Oh yeah. I rented that um, right as it came out because you know I was always a big fan of Bill Murray, mm-hmm. and he was nominated for best actor actor yeah yeah he um he lost it which eh. yeah and i was like you know i want to see what the hype is all about about this film because it was a more of a serious role for bill murray and and i just was 
still to this day, that's my favorite movie of all time. It it just is. It hits all the marks for me personally, and it's just great. I love it. I love the the cinematography and the sound and the just the weird kind of sound effects music that's in the background, mm-hmm. and just their relationship is so unique in that it's not. They don't have like a sexual relationship in the movie. It's just kind of like this. They love each other, but it's it's so it's like in such a sweet way. Like he's not trying to get anything out of it. You know, he just he knows that he's not going to be able to be with her because he has a life back in America. And, you know, they're both in Japan. They're both out of their element. And Mm -hmm. he loves her, but he knows that he can't be with her. Right. And it's it's heartbreaking. It's just a great movie. And um, but yeah, I rented it from Blockbuster, and I rented it. I watched it. I returned it to Blockbuster, and then I immediately bought it because I was like, "This is my favorite movie. I yeah. just love it. I absolutely love that film." Um, I'm sitting there looking at a Lost in Translation poster, like right in front of me. Yeah, I mean, I just <laughs> no movie has hit me like that before, and I was just like, "That this is my favorite film." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember getting that from Blockbuster, and that was kind of, you know, kind of approaching the last days of Blockbuster in a way. I think it was they probably had another few years yeah. maybe ahead of them. But, uh, yeah, that's my last pick. Nice. That's a good one. I, um, yeah. I the ne- My next pick is also my favorite movie of all time, The Shawshank Redemption. Ooh, yeah. Um, saw that the first time we rented it from Blockbuster. I was, I think, 14 or 15 yeah, and I think I, when I watched it, then I didn't think it was going to be my favorite movie because mm-hmm. it was a lot to process, you know. Yeah, but then um, it's later pretty on, intense. Do what? It's pretty intense. It's very intense. I think being f- like fourteen or fifteen, I didn't fully understand a lot of what was going on. But then when I later rented it, uh, I was, I think I was, I don't know who. I think I had a girlfriend at the time. I don't know. But I was like, hey, we should watch this movie. It's really like we wanted to watch something kind of dramatic. I was like, we should watch this movie. And so we went and um, rented Shawshank Redemption. And I was at that time, I was like, wow, that's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. You know, just the it's a great. I mean, not to get too far into the reviewing the movie itself, but to me, it's like it's like Lost in Translation for you. It hits all the marks. It's. Mm-hmm. It's got fantastic acting, a cast that can't be beat. The music is awesome. It's funny at times. Like there's funny, there's funny quotes in there that are yeah know, I love. Uh, one of my favorite characters is Haywood, who is yeah. like the country guy, the bumpkin, and he's like I remember the first day, you know, he was talking to that fat guy in the next cell. And he's like, hey, I'll introduce <laughs> you around, you know, make you feel right, at home. you know, just. That poor guy. And then that yeah. poor guy gets his brains beat in. It's like, oh my gosh, that's funny. And then, oh crap. He got yeah, killed. Haywood was kind of like, oh. Yeah, Haywood's like, oh shoot. Yeah. But um, but yeah, just, I mean, and then uh, the kid, the, like the rock and roll kind of kid, like I liked him. And, oh yeah, and, and he just, um, he had evidence that Andy yeah. was innocent. Yeah. And then they, yeah, that twist there where he had, he was like, wait, you know, he had that evidence and then the warden had him killed and it was, yeah. you know, just those twists like that. It's like, Oh my gosh. And, um, not knowing before the reveal of what happened, not knowing what was going on in that cell, 
you know, why did he get the rope? What, you know, what's going on? It was, yeah. it was such a, it was a cliffhanger. Um, and it just is super emotional at the end, especially like I get goosebumps thinking about it at the end, you know, when, oh, yeah. when Red yeah. sees Andy again after so many years. That's one of the movies, I mean, several movies, I guess, but that made me cry. I mean, really. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. ending was very different from the book, too. The book ended mm-hmm. kind of more depressing. It yeah. ended basically with Red sitting at a bus stop um, right. waiting for a bus, which is like, oh, yeah. I'm glad they kind of, <laughs> I'm glad they altered it. I love that bit. they, especially as dark as that movie was, I mean, they, it's like, I, I got to, you got to have some light there at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a top 10 film oh, for me easily. Yeah. I mean, without hesitation. So, yep. So yeah, those are, let's movies. move on to, uh, to video games, video games. And I can start this one if you'd like, Absolutely. um, yeah. the first one. And like I say, these are ones just popped in my head. Uh, there's a game on the PlayStation called heart of darkness. Ooh came out in 1998 and i remember this game so much because i never played a game like this before this was a super super cinematic game that had almost like pixar quality to it i mean it had a very interesting story um lots of cutscenes. it was a side scroller almost had a stroke there it was a side scrolling (laughs) side scrolling uh shooter yeah yeah and you had you're this little kid um, these aliens, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but your dog got captured by these creatures and you went into your homemade spaceship that you built in your garage. You oh. blast off into space to save your dog and you land on this planet and uh, you have like this homemade zapper gun oh. and it's it's a side scroller, but it looks like everything that you're doing looks like a cutscene. Like it's, oh, it's okay. very, very cinematic. And for the PlayStation, it was mind blowing. I mean, for something like that on the PS one was really something. Oh, I bet, yeah. It was also one of those games that I think it had, I don't know how many discs it had, maybe two to three. Oh, wow. But it was one of those, you know, stereotypical games that you would rent and you would get at home and it would skip like crazy. Cause mm-hmm. it looked like somebody got a bulldozer and, <laughs> drove over it a few times and and that i always wonder what are people doing to these things i don't know i don't know they only have it, them first of all you only have them for about three or four days <laughs> they have like a sandblaster or something yeah, you're, sand, <laughs> you're just getting a, a buffer on the floor just, you know. my um my wife was she, my wife reminded me of a story a couple of days ago uh that happened to her brother when he was a kid he rented a game um from Blockbuster or wherever up in South yeah. Carolina, and on the way home, he was hol- <laughs> he was holding the game out the window for some reason, what? <laughs> and he accidentally let go of it, and like the game like flew onto the interstate, and <laughs> they had to turn around and get it, and um, it like cracked the back of it or something. But oh I don't know. God. I just I was laughing so hard at that. What? But um, Why yeah. Oh, but Heart of Darkness, I had tried to find forever. I mean, you could find it, but it was really expensive. But um, mm-hmm. when I got the PS1 Classic, you know, I figured out how, how to put games on it. Yeah. Um, And that was one of the first games I put on there because it's just, it's so unique and fun. Mm-hmm. So if you've never played Heart of Darkness, check it out. It's, it's yeah, really never, cool. I've, yeah, I have to check it out. Well, that's cool. Well, um, I'm going to start with um, my first system I ever bought myself as a kid like oh, i had an wow. nes and snes and then i was like man i want that sega genesis 
And my, yeah. of course, my mother was like, "You have enough games, blah blah, but you can save your money up." So back then, it was uh, I want to say it was one ninety nine. It was uh, sounds about right. It was one ninety nine. So I had to save up two hundred bucks plus some tax, you know. So I bought a Sega Genesis, and I bought a ton of games with it. I bought like RBI Baseball. I bought um, oh, it came with Sonic the Hedgehog. I bought the second one. Um, there's several other games that that were out there, but one game that I rented that I ended up buying was uh, Gunstar Heroes. I know the and, game. And, yeah. and the reason I like I, oh, Sorry, I just hit my mic. Like, slapped across the room. Sorry. <laughs> I'll start again. <clears throat> the reason I liked it was uh, it was a side-scroller, but it was it was different. Like The Sega was different than the SNES in a lot of ways, obviously, but I think one of them was... Um, they were both 16 bit systems, but for some reason, Sega seemed more cinematic at times with their stuff. They had a lot more, like, the intro to this game, if you let it go and you don't skip uh-huh. anything, that thing is forever long. Really? Like, it's like a freaking movie. And, <laughs> um, you know, it's got the heroes and, the, you know, you know, saying, you know, talking about, you know, the guys. Yeah. Oh, they need. We need to get the jewels and all this crap. So basically, you're like after these jewels, and you have, you know, it's a shooter. It's a side-scrolling um, shooter game, mm-hmm. and uh, I just remember it being really, really fun and really vibrant, like looking, like just different than anything else that I had. And um, you know, played with my friends, and uh, I used to get kind of frustrated though with the, like the dialogue. <laughs> It was like okay, really? Because it would be like the you know you get to a villain and he'd have some speech that he's getting. You know, all right, click, 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 click. Let's go. <laughs> oh, so you're you're the type that hates story. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, let's <laughs> you go. just want to play. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. shoot stuff and I want to. Yeah. So. No, I, I remember Gunstar Heroes. It's um, it's out there on like you can buy it digitally. Oh, you can um, okay. digitally. Digitally. Um. Yeah, it's been ported over to like Nintendo systems and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I remember that. It's it's a fun game. It was I mean, fun. nice uh, runny gun mm-hmm. game. I I had a question though. How did you? Do you remember how you earned the money? Just from like birthday, Christmas. I just saved up all the money I got from like Christmas and birthdays and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I did have some allowance. I think. I mean, I was like ten years old, so I did yeah, some t- chores and got a, a few dollars here and there. Um. But I think, like, I had I had some Christmas money left, and and then I used, I think I got enough during my birthday to like cover the rest of it. Yeah, and that's when I bought it was during like the summer. And cool. so yeah, it was like I spent that whole summer on the on the Genesis, <laughs> my SNES getting dusty. The first system I bought myself was the N sixty four. Oh yeah, I bought I bought that with Goldeneye. I put it on layaway at Walmart and <laughs> mowed, mowed yards until I could pay it off. There you go. So, hey, man. Yeah. Kids don't know about the layaway anymore. Shoot. You got to talk about that layaway, man. Shoot. You can put anything on layaway. You could put, I think you could put some, a frozen dinner on layaway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want a, a pedal car and a can of biscuits on layaway, please. <laughs> All right. All well, right. Just make a payment once a month and you'll get that. There you go. Uh, my next game is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yeah, buddy. Man, was that the, the PS1, PS1 came out yeah. in 2000. Yeah. Um, Tony Hawk 1 was good. I mean, I remember 
it hooking me, but two is just two was perfection. Amazing. Yeah. Two was perfection. They had a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think they had like Raging Against the Machine on it. And, uh, and it, man, it was just fun as heck, man. Yeah. I love There's, that, uh, man. the hangar level is still my favorite. I think that's the first level in the game, but it's yeah. still my favorite game. Um, I never played anything like it. I really hadn't. It was so unique for the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, there had been skateboarder games before, but they were just crappy, like NES and stuff like that. Side scrolling, side scroll, yeah, yeah, junk. I mean, loved it. Loved the music. Loved the graphics. Just it was so much fun. Like just doing crazy tricks and grinding mm-hmm. on rails and finding. There's all a bunch of secrets, bunch of yeah, different paths you could I'm... take, and yeah, I, I, the one on the one on Tony Hawk Two had. I think that's the one that had Darth Maul as an unlockable character. Or it might have been three. Oh, one of them had Spider-Man. One of them yeah. had, like, Iron Man. But they had really cool unlockable characters. Mm-hmm. So I, I always thought that, yeah. that was really neat. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, it might have been Tony Hawk 3 that had Darth Maul. But he had his double-sided lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And, like, he would flip in the air and he would twirl his lightsaber around. And <laughs> it was just really cool. It was like, oh, man, that was so awesome to unlock that, you know. Yeah. But, uh yeah, that's my next pick. I remember the secret levels in that. That was cool. If you could find those, and then like the bonus points you would get if you <laughs> stuck a trick, you know, like up there. So they I have remember, one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was, I was gonna say I remember one where you had to jump some ramp and get up to the ceiling of whatever level it was. I don't remember if it was a hangar or what, but you bust yeah. through some glass, and yeah. there's some sort of rail that you hit there. You grind uh-huh. on that rail all the way, and then you go back down, and like you get whatever, however many points it is. It's like a golden yeah. ticket, basically. It's, it's like yeah. the, the ultimate trick. <laughs> I, I think it's Tony Hawk Two. I might be mistaken about this, but there's a secret level where it's it's called like Skater Heaven or something. Oh, but basically, <laughs> yeah, I think at it's, the be- yeah, I think you're right. At the be- at it, but it's like you're literally in heaven. Yeah. Because it's like it has the most awesome rants and everything, but at the beginning of the level, you hear the voice of God <laughs> go like, I forget what he says. He's like, "Go skate, my son," oh, or God. something. And like, you'll do like a trick, and it'll be like, "Sick trick." <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> like, what the heck is happening? I love it. But I um, too. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what's your next one? Oh, um, yeah, I'm good. Uh, my next I think one it's is uh, I mentioned this in the last episode too was Super Mario Kart for SNES. Yeah, um, that was the beginning of my love for the Mario Kart series because I that's one of my favorite game series like yeah. throughout the Nintendo line, and um, that was the first one I you know I played and I rented it and I, I think I rented it like. I think I took it back, rented it, took it back, rented it again. I think I did it maybe two or three times, you know. Yeah. And um, it was so fun because I could have, you know, a friend play. We can, You can have, like, you have a bunch of friends over. You have tournaments. And we would make brackets. Like, you know, all right, y'all two are playing. And then, you know, this 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 person will play. And then they'll play the winner of this. And they'll do a double elimination. We were we were into it, man. It was so fun. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I... <laughs> Harrison, just I hear, I hear Harrison. Hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> but no, that's that's a classic game, man. Yeah, it was just, and then but it led to you know the N sixty four version, the GameCube, and then um, when I remember when Rebecca and I first got married, we had a GameCube and we would play Mario Kart all the time. 
Yeah. She would come in there like, hey, ready for some Mario Kart? I'm like, heck yeah, ready for some Mario Kart? <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, but yeah, the SNES version was uh, was a lot of fun. Especially when yeah, I remember I remember y'all's GameCube. We played, uh, we used to play it a lot with you guys. Yeah. Played uh, Mario Tennis. Yep. Quite a bit. Played that. We played, um, I had a baseball game on there. I can't remember which one it was. Oh really? It was actually a really good baseball game. It had like all the state. It, it was all the stadiums, all the teams, and their uniforms. And they had um, like old characters you could you could uh, you could win like um, you know Mickey Mantle or something, and have them <laughs> on your team and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. But anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, Super Mario Kart. It's a classic, man. Good stuff. Um, my next one's going to be kind of you know in that same. Genre, we're going to go with Mario 64 on yeah. the N64. came out in 1996. Um, I, can't, I can't express to you how big of a deal that game was. It was. It was huge. Like, I remember playing a demo for it at Toys R Us mm-hmm. before the N64 was officially released. Like, there was like an ad or something in the paper. I don't, I don't remember how I knew about it, but it was like you can play it at Toys R Us. Yeah. So and they had like these special tables set up and everything. But, um... You know, of course, I ended up renting it. And I think we rented the N64, too, because you could oh, rent yeah, systems. Oh, yeah, you could rent the system, yeah. They came, like, in these big black briefcases. <laughs> and so I think yeah. we rented the N64 Rise that came out with uh, Mario 64. And it's probably crazy to, like, you know, younger people nowadays that weren't born around that time. That was mind-blowing. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. That was, like... What? It was I the mean, biggest you're leak, going. It was the biggest yeah. leap of graphics. Well, you're going still in my lifetime. You're going as far as Nintendo for you know. Yeah. You're going from the Super Nintendo to the N64. That was massive. Huge. That was like you're in the future. This is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just seeing a 3D Mario that you could run. I mean, just seeing 3D yeah. that you could move around in 3D exactly. was so new and exciting and crazy i mean it it was just i never played anything like that in my life and that's that's really the first time maybe only two times in my life where i've you know between gaming systems that i've been completely blown away mm-hmm. you know so yeah we rented that several times and of course we ended up buying a 64 we i think we probably bought two or three over the lifetime of it oh wow. um but yeah just one of the greatest games ever made one of the i mean most influential games ever made just mm-hmm. yeah i just one of the best so that i can definitely remember renting that oh i love but. that game I, so my my little brother got the n64 probably uh, i mean i guess it wasn't right when it came out because he was real young back then but i think we got it maybe 97 98 yeah and um i remember playing that mario game and being blo- like you, it was blown away. I was blown away with the graphics, the way that you could move, the different movements you can do with them, with Mario. The different levels they had so many. Le- I mean, it was such a long game. Um, yeah, it was a hard game too. It's a very hard I mean, it, game. I didn't. It wasn't it. easy. I, I never beat it. Um, I don't I mean, think I ever beat it. I didn't play it. I don't guess I played it long enough. But um, yeah, but yeah, I remember that that game. It, that was a huge. That was such a big leap in yeah. in gaming. A lot of people. But as far but as far as like gameplay, um, this has been the core for Mario gameplay ever since it came out. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean you can still like you go to the latest Mario game, Mario Odyssey on the Switch, and you can pull off I think every move that you could pull off in 
the 64 version uh-huh. using oh, wow. the same kind of button combinations. That's I mean, funny. so it, it really kind of shaped the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so my next pick is an N64 game, and you mentioned it was GoldenEye. Oh, um, yeah. I I think that was probably the first first-person shooter I ever played. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was the first one made for N64 or any other console, but it seemed to be it was the first one I was ever exposed to. And um, it was it was the first one that actually pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, I think there have been attempts before. I mean, I'd played uh Wolfenstein on the PC. Yeah, yeah. But as, far, stuff, which, but as far as consoles, yeah, I, consoles could never get it quite right. And I still it's so funny somebody brought a uh an N64 or an actual N64 up to work in our break room and they yeah. had Goldeneye. I was like, dude, I'm going to play this thing. I, it was hard. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't remember exactly how to do the controller at first. So I'm sitting there getting my butt kicked or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I love that game. Cause we used to, we used to play it like there'd be four of us and we'd play it on, you know, you're, you know, trying to search for each other and, you know, they had the multiplayer aspect of it, which was really awesome. The single mm-hmm. player mode was great. I love the missions. Um, and I don't know. It was just, I thought it was just such a leap from, I mean, it was such, so, so different, you know? I'm not exaggerating when I say I could do an hour episode on Golden. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, dad used to play it with us. He was even into it. Yeah. Um, me and my sisters used to play. Like, if if they didn't have a weapon and I found them, I would take them prisoner, and I would always double-cross them and shoot them in the head. <laughs> uh, finding the golden gun yes. was all made everyone, you know, so mad. Uh-huh. You get that golden um, revolver. Just, ah. Yeah. Playing, like, with just uh, rocket launchers uh-huh. only was always fun. And the temple level. and <laughs> Oh, gosh, um, yes. The facility, facility level is always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to replay it just constantly. I would even replay it and pretend like I was going on a suicide mission, and I would just keep playing and killing all the soldiers in there until I died. <laughs> and just uh, to see how long I could go, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's but great. uh, great, great game. Yeah, yeah so I, I, One of the best, for sure. And that was always... They never had that in stock at Blockbuster. No, no, it no. was always rented out. That yeah. was one that we I rented it. You know, I got to rent it once, and then we went and bought it. It was, it yeah. was You know, it was so cool. I have a letter that Nintendo Power wrote me what? back. I said, I, yeah, I wrote him a letter. I, it wasn't in the magazine, but um, I had asked him some stuff about GoldenEye. Because on the back of the box of GoldenEye, it has different screenshots that didn't make it into the game. Oh. Like they have a different color suit zone, and they there's a couple things that are different. And I wrote them and asked them about it, and uh, they sent me a letter back, like typed up, explaining what it was and stuff. Oh, I was like, cool. "That's so cool, yeah, that's awesome." So my Nintendo Power level. There you go, nice letter. Um, my next one is Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, boy. for the PlayStation One, 1998. Mm. The first time I played Metal Gear Solid was on a Pizza Hut demo disc. <laughs> um you could play the first stage it ended when oh man i sh- i can't remember the guy's name it was it was the black guy in the he was a prisoner and he ends up dying and that's where the game ends oh okay or that's where the demo ends the demo but um i remember playing the demo dude i mean 
dozens and dozens of times. And that was a – hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, daddy. Yeah. No, buddy, that's not a picture of daddy. That's, a, that's Eric, not me. Hey, I'm your dad. <laughs> Except I ain't got yeah. hair. Yep, I'll keep this thing to stop and shut. Um, yeah. That's another game. I never played anything like it. I mean, the cinematic quality of Metal Gear Solid is insane. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many cool little things that that game did and can, you know, it's just the coolest game. I mean, the music and the mm-hmm. the boss battles are so weird, unique. I mean, Sniper Wolf, I always thought that was like the coolest boss battle. And um, Psycho Manus was the, <laughs> a great villain. Psycho Manus. Um, yeah, have, have you ever told you about this? Like, you when you fought this boss, the, the boss would tell the player to do things. Like, it would say, put your controller on the floor. I'm going to make your controller move with my psychic abilities oh. and like the controller would vibrate really hard and it would move across the floor. It, yeah. It would also like read your, he psychomanist would read your memory card and discuss your, uh, the way you play games and all this stuff. Oh, wow. It was insane, but it was just a, it was like, you're going to see a summer blockbuster and you're playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, wow. it was j- just an amazing game. I ended up buying it, but, um, mm-hmm. I remember renting it and just, it was like this is the greatest thing I've ever played. So <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Um, my next pick is another SNES game, uh, F Zero. I think I mentioned it in the last one too. The last, uh, yeah. But um, I love racing games. That's one uh, you're obviously you've seen a, a trend there. Um, yeah, F Zero is one that I rented, and it pissed me off, so I bought it because I could not there were certain levels on there that I just could not beat I could not get in first place it was a hard game it was a super super hard game and um, but I needed to buy it so you could perfect it yeah 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 so I was like well I gotta buy it because there's no way I'm gonna win you know be a champion or whatever because they had like the championship thing uh, yeah unless I buy it and I spend some some time on it and um, yeah I, I played that game, and my mom would get so mad at me because I would get so frustrated. I'd throw my remote, my uh, controller. Oh, you threw controllers! I was oh, like, man. I would just throw them down. I wouldn't like throw them across the room or anything. I would just throw it down real hard. Just oh, you know. And, I think Blair uh, so used like, to throw my down? controller. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, no, it's a great but, game. They, I, I think they re-released it on. I don't know what they. It was a system that came out, you know, a couple years after. I don't know if it was a 64 or the GameCube, but I think there's another one. Oh, yeah, it did come out on a later system. Um, yeah. I don't know if I ever... I, I didn't know, I didn't ever play it, but... Um, yeah. The only one I ever played was SNES. And yeah, I ended up buying the thing. Because um, I I, mean, I rented it, and I had it for like two days, and I'm like, you know what? This, this is bull, because I can't win. I can't win! <laughs> like, You're uh, like, this is going to be a long-term game. Yes. Yeah. So I put no. many hours into F Zero. Well, my last one is uh, Spider Man Venom Maximum Carnage. Oh, this is on the SNES 1994. Um, one of the cool thing about it is that it came in a red cartridge. The cartridge was like blood red, oh, cool. <laughs> which was super unique yeah, at neat. the time, especially. Um, just a really fun side scroller, very comic book inspired graphics. They had like a line of um. Spider-Man games, really good Spider-Man games that came out for the Super Nintendo and I think the Sega also. Yeah. But um 
on this one, you got to play Spider-Man or Venom, and the main uh, villain was Carnage, which mm-hmm. is... I don't remember the backstory of Carnage, but <laughs> he's a red guy. But um, and I think I think in this one, I know in the previous Spider-Man games, like you would hit him and it'd have like a sound effect, like um, text, like "pow," oh, wow. yeah, or something yeah. like that. And um, it was just fun. It had kind of a cool little story. And Marvel had some really fun games in that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a lot. Of so. Yeah, I mean, and that that's when I really remember. I remember that being really popular, and I remember uh, Vincent and I playing that two-player. Nice. So, but yeah, I remember running that. I just remember the red cartridge just stood out so well. <laughs> um, he used to immediately just kind of drawn to it, but uh, yeah. Cool. That's a good one. Well, my uh, my last one is, is another one that I ended up buying. Um, yeah. But I rented it first. It was uh, for the N64, uh, WCW versus NWO. Um, which one? It was, a, what was WCW was it, versus NWO? How many? How many are there? Was it World? They had World Tour and then they had Revenge. It was Revenge. It was Revenge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's right. I forgot about World Tour. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I had Revenge, and um, I how many that. hours you? How many hours you got, sir? Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> I got. I ain't doing nothing for the rest of the day, man. Um, yeah, that that game, and we have it at work now. Like I told you, the the guy brought the N sixty four. He has that game too, and I've played that on break a hundred times. St- it still stands out. It's still so good. Um, I've always I don't know why I like I like Kirk Hennig. It's like always the guy I go with. Um, yeah, but I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, I love all the other. You know, yeah, Scott Hall and all the guys, but um, Sting, but. Uh, but no, I, I that there's not enough I can say about the gameplay, um, the way you can be in and out of the ring, you know, the intros, the the I, the, the entrances were so. I want to say that's the first time there were ever entrances. I mean, I I don't remember because before I, that. Yeah, yeah, I I remember that being such a big deal to me. Yeah, like they walk out. They walk out. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like a really. It's like generic music, but yeah, yeah. they have like they have like the Bash at the Beach uh, entrance stage, and right. they had NWO sold out, and mm-hmm. all the, just that to me that was so 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 amazing. Yeah, they had like the Nitro stage, they had all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love that you could just you could the way you could just pull stuff out, you know, like a chair or a table, and yeah, from the audience, I believe you could do it from the it's, audience, you could do it from yeah. under the mat uh, or under the ring. <laughs> And, yeah. uh, oh man, you, I mean, you can climb the turnbuckles, you could, you know, do all these, you know, you do their special moves. Mm. Um, I just, I had so much fun playing that game. Um, and just playing and playing it with other, other people too. It was great because you could play it and not be a split screen. It could be the same screen and you're playing different you know, yeah. characters and stuff. And, oh, yeah. so awesome. Well, one of the, one of the best wrestling games ever. I mean, WCW versus NWO world tour was, amazing at the yeah. time and this this only expanded on that yeah, i mean okay. you know with entrances and uh new weapons and um just the overall gameplay is untouchable mm-hmm. i mean it's so so much fun um it had it had one of the weirdest intros to any game any wrestling game especially um if you're ever at work watch the intro to it sometime yeah. it's I guess, just I guess so strange 
I guess I forgot. There's like this, there's like a truck driver driving at night. Oh, yeah. And then like some lightning strikes and Sting, Sting is standing Sting. in front of the truck. Oh. Yeah, and there's like these these barrels of fire like <laughs> sitting beside <laughs> Sting yeah. and the driver's like, what? I remember that now. And then there's like this, there's like a, a heartbeat indicator <laughs> on the screen. It's like, what's happening right now? Man. But this is awesome. This is so great. And one cool thing is, like, if you customize your guy, like, different color tights or whatever, uh-huh. it would be the customized color in the intro when yeah. you rewatched it. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. But, um, like, I no joke could have a three-parter about, <laughs> <laughs> about World Tour, Revenge, uh, WWF No Mercy, yeah. WWF uh, WrestleMania 2000. That could... Dude, I played that so much, I got worried. Like, I would hear the sound effects in my head as oh I was trying God. to go to sleep. So, yeah. yeah, it became a problem. It was a problem for a while. <laughs> That's funny. Was no, it was so, but it was. It was such a good, addictive game. I mean, it was, it was something yeah. you could just pick up and play, or yeah. you can, you know, spend hours doing all, you know, all kinds of stuff. It was just... Uh, it was really great. Yeah, those are the still some of the best wrestling games ever created yeah. easily. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Well, good list, man. Yeah. 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 I'm liking yeah. that. That was a that was a good I think it was a good spin-off there of the Yeah, it's uh, a little follow-up to our 50th. Yeah. There will be a 51, I promise. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> and phase We'll probably be doing we'll probably be doing a few more of the opening. Yeah. We'll be doing a few more stopping chats probably, yeah. but yeah, fifty one's on the horizon for sure. Um, mm-hmm. We like, I mean, let us know how'd you like the new format? I mean, it was a little different, and um, yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. It was fun to do, and and like you said, it was really fun to to hear it after you got done editing. And um, yeah. I, I like the new I like the new way we're doing it. I like these stopping chats because they're very informal, and we're just kind of you know kinda yeah. shooting the breeze a little bit. Uh, we have, I mean, this one has sort of a theme, but most of them are just going to be, you know, just be very general. But yeah, I love the uh, the episodic episodes, as you would say, <laughs> the episodic episode, episodic episodes. So yeah, but uh, yeah, leave us comments. Uh, see, you know, tell us how you like it, how you like yeah. the new, uh, format. If you don't, don't comment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, can't no. say something nice. Then don't say anything at all. You must be my wife. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> can't say something nice. You must be my wife. <laughs> it's a good. That should be a good shirt. But yeah, follow us on Instagram, yep. Facebook. Uh, check out the Blast from Our Past Network. Yes, with a bunch of good podcasts. And um, yeah, stay safe. Yeah, have a nice summer. <laughs> even though we're going to see you again, I don't know. Wake up, San Francisco. I don't know. Oh, gee. Wake, Wake up. up. Oh man, that's a great one. How did he? Full by house. the way, he was. He did that show. How did he afford the house that he had, with three kids and no wife? He was like the head anchor on that show. Yeah, but I mean, they couldn't be paid more than like hundred seventy eighty a year, maybe. I would yeah. say hundred grand most in the nineties. Well, I'm sure his wife had insurance. Well, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe he, had he her paid killed. it off. Oh man! Don't say that. Yeah. That'll be the next time, Chad. Conspiracy yeah. theories I'm about have to, Full House. I'm gonna edit the heck out of this closing. Heck yeah! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks guys for listening, and we will catch you on the flip flop. God Almighty! <laughs> on the flippity floppity. All right. Bye. <laughs> See ya.